You are listening to the HCL Digital Workplace Podcast, the place where industry experts, analysts, and veterans help us identify, understand, and prepare for the upcoming digital workplace technologies and trends. If you haven't subscribed to the channel already, do it now for regular updates. This episode starts in three, two, one. Hello everyone and uh, a very warm welcome. I am Nishant, Senior Manager at uh, HL Technologies and uh, this episode is going to be really interesting as our guest will be talking about the future of experience management. Our guest for today is Sami Kalio, uh, CEO and co-founder Happy Signals. Sami is a forerunner in human-centric experience management. He is a popular writer and speaker about IT experience management and cultural adjustments needed to make the change happen. Sami, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Nishant. And first of all, thank you for having me and also thank you for those very, very lovely words in the in the beginning. It's great to be here. Thank you, Sami. Uh, so, Sami, uh, can you tell us about Happy Signal's journey and your role and how you have seen the company scale? Yeah, I can do that. So, uh, our company is now nine years old. And, and to be really brutally honest, Nine years ago, when we started the company and started to talk about IT experience, we were too early for any other market than Finland, where where we are originating from. So only companies here were talking about experience in inside enterprises and inside IT. But now that nine years, everything has changed. So I still remember the first times we went to UK and tried to speak to people about IT experience, and they were just telling that no, they are not interested. That works all right. Are we in the right business? Does this? really start to bloom and grow. But now the situation is totally different. We do get kind of an inbound leads from Australia, US, and everywhere. We have people in US, UK, India, and so on. So helping enterprises and, and organizations like you guys to start the journey in the IT experience management area. So everything has changed during these nine years, and, and currently we feel that the whole boom of XLAs and, and a lot of discussion around that area is is getting more and more like normal IT. So maybe we are still in the a bit hype area in, in some sense, but it's more practical and more practical nowadays when it comes to what IT thinks about experience and how important and how interested they are really understanding how people feel about the services provided to them. So maybe that is about the kind of a shortly said our, our journey by now. And as you said, I'm, I'm one of the founders and I, but 10 years ago, I had the idea of having something like this. And what it has been kind of a, I have enjoyed the journey because I think we feel very often that we are bringing something new still to the IT and helping enterprises to to move forward. And, and really great to be in this podcast. You guys are one of the biggest IT organizations of the world. So really lovely to be working with you guys and, and doing the change for whole, the best of IT globally. Thanks for your kind words, Sami. And it is really good to see how Happy Signals has involved and uh, expanded their customer base. Uh, so moving on to the next question, uh, Happy Signals is the platform for organizations to put their IT experience management into practice. Could you please elaborate on your philosophy of more smiles, less time wasted? I think that's, that is our slogan, really, and, and it has two different meanings. 
First of all, the biggest meaning is that we are measuring the experience of end users, the employees, and we also measure how much time did they lose because of some IT. So we are measuring their productivity. So two things, more smiles and less time wasted is really about how and what we measure and where we help enterprises to understand how they could be doing better decisions and where to focus in the development and so on. But also this Simon Logan goes for the real reason why I founded this company. And that really was making IT workers more happy and them doing things in a more efficient way. And this is related to the kind of the what we call as a founder story. But before I founded this company, I interviewed 10 different CEOs of big organizations. And those CEOs were struggling with experience because they were looking at the traditional metrics of IT, so SLAs, everything green there. And then when they discussed with the business, business was maybe even hating IT or at least questioning what is the value IT is creating. And now during these 10 years, we have learned that SLAs and XLAs are a bit different thing, and maybe we come to that a bit later. But the thing was that really start to do things that matter. So IT can do better decisions based on experience data, which makes IT people more efficient and liking their work more. And this is something we asked from our whole customer base this, this February, so a few months ago. That what are the biggest benefits you have gotten? And 64% of people said that we have better motivation inside IT. And that is something that is quite often forgotten when we talk about this IT experience management. It's not only that we are thinking about the others. In a way, we can think about us in IT as well and really making what we do more meaningful. And it feels good that we create value. That We are not just looking SLS, but we are looking the value we created. Hopefully that makes sense, Nishant. No, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And this is really a niche domain where we, uh, you know, are measuring the sentiments of employee and how IT workers, you know, their life can be made easy, how that uh, struggle is simplified. So I think it's really wonderful to hear your views. Uh, also, uh, you know, how is uh, Happy Signals platform different from any other analytical tool which determines the employee experience score and, uh, you know, gives visibility on uh, the workplace operations? Yeah, there are kind of a couple of things related to this one. And, and maybe the first one I want to make 100% clear is that in, in our thinking, uh, the experience data, you can only get that from employees. So how they really felt about the services, you have to ask it from the end users. So there are tools that are measuring what happens in the process and what happens in technology areas, which are important tools, and you need the data. And in those, you can really see the individual touch points of IT, how people felt in those situations and how well they went. But the experience, what we are measuring, is a bit of wider thing. So how I really feel and what is more meaningful to me than some other things. So if you only focus on two small areas or two small touch points, we might lose the kind of the content, what really is meaningful. And that is the thing what we are trying to help and provide that data for our customers and partners, that you can really find those things that really matter in that experience. So what is really mattering even on the level of IT reputation? So we really focus on people and measuring people experience and combining them, then that data with the other, other kind of technical and process data. The other thing is that we are 100% when it comes to kind of other companies measuring experience. They are quite often more like HR related or HR is the main point where it has started that journey. But we are 100% focused on enterprise IT. So helping organizations 
having a lot of employees. So our average customer has 10,000 employees. So we work with quite big organizations mainly. And in there, we help really the IT organization to understand the end users. And in that way, we don't even – so we have two things. We have the platform itself, which is measuring and helping enterprises to do the experience management. But then there is the framework, ITXM framework, which is a collection of best ways of working that we have collected now in the first nine years of this company. So how people really have done experience management. And, and that is something that I see really differentiator for us compared to any other organizations, that it's not only the tool, it is also a way of working. So we completely align with your thoughts here. Experience data should come from employees. You really have to ask these questions from the employees and understand, you know, what are their feelings, what, uh, you know, really they feel about the IT services provided to them. So my next question, how does Happy Signals help workers navigate the entire workday and remain productive? So there are, again, here I would say two aspects. So we really help the IT to understand what matters to employees during that work day or the work week or month or the journey as an employee in that organization. So what is the most important things? What are the things that are going well? What are the things maybe going badly? So that IT can focus the improvements in the areas that matter. That is the way how we see it. And on the other hand, we started the company from service services, so ticket-based services and service desks. But nowadays we have we are measuring everything that the enterprise offers to their own employees. Remote working options, applications, devices and so on. So everything that they use in their daily work. And that gives even wider aspect of what employees are thinking about the IT and what are things that are now in this and this business unit may be causing some issues. And if you are a sales guy that is moving all the time, you might have totally different issues than the people that are always at the office. So giving that kind of understanding to, to enterprises that they can really start to serve those different kind of employee groups in a bit different way. Excel is a new buzz in the market. How do you see progressive enterprises are accommodating XLAs? And how shall IT and business leaders approach the transition towards the XLAs? I think this would be an area where I, I, we could do three podcasts in a row about this area. Um, very, very dear um, area for myself to, to discuss. And this is very often the thing what I discuss with CIOs of different organizations, that how to really, what does the excellence mean and how that changes the leadership of the IT and, and so on. So if I try to summarize this in, in three different bullet points, um, for me, I want to avoid talking only about excellence as a measurement, as a number. When it comes to leadership, it is more important to understand the way of working. So how the way of working changes when you start to be more customer and end user centric. What are the ways of, of really doing things differently? How you use the data in different meetings? What should be done? How you change the decision making? How you motivate people around it? So it's a way of working rather than just a metric or just a number in, in, in an outsourcing agreement. And I think this is something that has naturally changed during the last three years. I would say three years ago, I got phone calls and, and LinkedIn messages that explained me what is XLA. But I would say now last year or maybe even two years, the question has been how to do it. So not anymore what it is, but how to do it. But when it comes to the differentiator between SLAs and XLAs, I used to say that remove SLAs 
I'm not anymore thinking that. But what I'm thinking here is that SLAs and XLAs are totally different kind of tools. So you are not replacing SLAs with XLAs. You are adding another aspect. And what I mean by that is SLAs are measuring how you are working as IT. Are you working as agreed, process-wise and technology-wise? Important to understand if you're doing that. But XLA is more like a leadership tool. You are setting what is important. And in that way, you can even give more autonomy for teams that, hey, this is the interesting thing. This is the important thing, how you can do your work better in getting this number up. So it is more like giving you focus for development than making sure you are doing something that was agreed. SLAs for management, XLAs are for leadership. Thirdly, uh, might be in some cases even more important than any of the others I mentioned. For IT leaders, it is important to understand that experience is a common goal for your own IT team, for your vendors, partners, and your business. SLA is typically the one that you agree in an agreement between kind of provider and, and, and a company. But when you start to up experience, it is something that unifies at least a one North Star metric that is important for your business, it is important for your IT to show value, and your partners will love it because then they can really show the value up to the business in the organization. And, and that is the kind of one of the very, very big strengths of it, that it's simple, and also it is on top of all the other targets of IT. Hopefully that was enough well described in a couple of minutes what I feel about XLA. So those three bullets are really, really important for me. Right. It is really good to hear your thoughts on how uh, SLEs and XLEs are different. Uh, I think you have really made it easy for, you know, all our listeners and, you know, it will eventually help them understand what is the difference and then, you know, take a conscious call how to onboard on the XLA journey. Also, we often talk about winning through differentiated customer experience. But how crucial is employee experience and what are your thoughts on organizations prioritizing employee experience to win customers? Yeah, I think it's, it's, this can be solved from two respects, like you guys and, and you working with your customers, how important it is to deliver more satisfied customers and keeping care of the customers. And, and in that area, I see it's coming a bigger and bigger thing for, for organizations. And, and, and already two years ago, when we asked our customers what is the most important metrics when you are me- measuring your outsourcing service provider, our customers said already two years ago that the biggest thing is the experience of end users, how they are valued, are you creating a good value for them. Of course, we have to now remember these are customers of ours who are already on their experience journey. So I, I'm not saying this is the global globally most important metrics currently. But what we see is that this is getting bigger and bigger thing for organizations and, and more and more valued. So the priority of experience is getting higher, uh, both in winning and, and, and working with, uh, with the providers. But I also see this to be starting to be an issue when, when you are competing about your employee force. So people are leaving organizations because of bad IT experience. So it is like both it is the relationship with the MSP and the customer, but also customers are fighting to keep their employees in. And, and that is maybe a not direct kind of answer to your question, but that is something we see to get to be a more and more important thing now. Because if you are able to keep your workforce you are avoiding all the recruitment costs and all kind of onboarding costs and all that. 
And I think there was a survey last year by Adobe that said that 48% of people leaving organization do that partly because of bad IT. And I think that just underlines how important now after COVID when people are more and more behind the screens working with IT all the time. So how crucially important it is to be having a good experience. Then when it comes to like different kind of experiences and different kind of end user groups, then we can go and talk for for months about it, how different experiences should be for salespeople and, and people working in factories and so on. And that is another one aspect of this whole thing that you have to start to understand that not everybody is equal or not everybody, sorry, everybody is equal, but they are not thinking and expecting the same level of service from IT. I just feel every one should have this level of clarity and things would be so simpler. Uh, so uh, can you also please tell us about uh, Happy Signals partnership with Excel Technologies and uh, how is it a game changer for the employee experience management? So it's really is an, an, an honor for us to be working with organizations like you. So we are still relevant to small organizations when it comes to like you guys or our customers and so on. So what we are believing that we can do together is, is making much, much bigger impact to the whole IT and the whole reputation of IT globally. And, and we are the experts of understanding people and, and helping others to really use that data and really get the mindset right. You guys, when you already have gotten that and you are now doing your, and we are really happy to be part of your essence offering and, and you're offering that and we are part of that and, and that journey, we can maybe say that it has just started. We have been doing that about one and a half years or something like that. But anyway, it is still early stages. And, and now really believing that will be a big game changer for the whole industry, that there is not only small happy signals offering services in experience management area, but guys like you doing the, doing the same. And that really is something that is motivating for our team as well. We are now with you guys working with the biggest brands of the world, and it really is something that feels good as a founder. Thanks, Sammy, again for your kind words. Uh, it is an equal pleasure for us to work with Happy Signals. It'll uh, help the customer simplify their journey and measure employee experience management. Uh, I think one last question. What methodology Happy Signals uses to ensure that the tool is delivering value to its customers and the value is conveyed to the relevant stakeholders? So, uh, of course, what we are doing is is helping our customers to measure experiences. And it would be quite weird if we wouldn't be very, very interested in doing our development or, or our own product based on customer feedback. We just had our uh, yearly happy user group here in Helsinki in the, in the mid of June. And it was really excellent to do co-design with, with most of our customers and going through kind of their real situations. So what we're really believing is that it's not asking customers what features you want to have in the product. What we want to do and how we work is that we want to understand what is hard, what is problematic, what could be done better. And then we develop the ITXM concept with our customers on how to do things. And then we develop the product based on that. So it's kind of a way of working really kind of in some organizations you might have like concepts and frameworks that are really explaining how to use the product. In our way, it is the opposite. So we develop the concept first, we understand how you would like to work and describe that, and then we do a tool for that. Not so that we just implement features and then do an instruction book how you use the features. That would be like the wrong way around in our thinking. 
So, yeah, really we take it serious that we do co-design, we understand the real problems and solve them for our customers, and that's kind of the way of working. Also, what we did here in, in Helsinki was to make our customers discuss about those issues that them or we have recognized that, hey, this might be a common problem. When they discussed that, it started to develop. So it wasn't anymore one individual or one company's opinion what is important, but it kind of formed like almost a solution already. And we IT people, it's so easy that we jump from the problem to solution too fast, and, and but really enjoyed the discussion with huge organizations too what they felt and what they felt would be more valuable than other features. And, and this time we didn't make customers to vote, but we have done that as, as well in the in the Hug event so that they have we have shown them in the end, like, okay, we have now these four ideas. You have two votes. What would you like to, us to do? And then the customer group will do the decision what will be prioritized in our development. But uh, kind of the mindset there is that, of course, when we are, helping organizations to understand what is important for their end users, for sure we do the same in our customer development or kind of our product development. Great to hear that. Uh, thank you, Sami, for sharing your thoughts uh, with us today. I'm sure these insights will be very helpful for businesses and IT leaders in understanding and approaching their experience transformation programs. Thank you for your time, and we hope uh, for an opportunity to host you again. Thank you, Nisha. It was my pleasure. This episode of the HCL Digital Workplace podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more insights on how to identify, understand, and prepare for a world of possibilities around the new and upcoming digital workplace technologies and trends. Don't forget to rate and review this episode so that we can keep bringing you the most relevant content. Thank you for listening.